Welcome back to Friend and Foe Adventure Co. An immaturely mature bunkers and badasses actual play podcast. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. I'm your host, Riley Stock. Uh, host, aka BM Bunker Master. This is my radio, radio, radio DJ voice. Did you guys hate that? It was amazing. It was great, yeah. I'm going for more of like a, an NPR sort of uh, DJ, the newscaster on National Public Radio is what I'm going for today. The last episode and this episode were actually recorded together, so we didn't originally record an intro. So here we are much later recording an intro for this. We're going to do our frivolous facts and then you can get back at it. It was way too long to have it as one part. So let's do some frivolous facts. Kimmy is sleeping in. I didn't want to wake her up, so we're just going to record without her. And Kyle is out of town, so we're just going to record without him. But I have frivolous facts for both of them. So let's start with Phaleon. Hi, I'm Phaleon. I play... Oh, wait. (laughs) I messed that up. Hi, I'm Kimmy, and I play Phaleon. I have a pet hummingbird. I'm a siren infuser, so that means I can light my bird on fire and electricity or whatever. A frivolous fact about Phaleon is that she once dyed her hair green and it looked really bad. She couldn't pull it off. Hi, I'm Kyle. Wait. He's lower down than that. He's like, hi, I'm Kyle. <laughs> hi, I'm Kyle. No, he's got more energy than that, though, right? Like, he's not like, he's not monotone. Hi, I'm Kyle. My... Oh, no, here. I got it. This is easy. Of course I can do a Kyle impersonation. Hi, I'm Kyle. I play Mercurius. Mercurius is a mech pilot. I got my mech pancake. Yeehaw. Mercurius wanted to be a surgeon but was too clumsy. Kept stitching up the wrong stuff and amputating the wrong bits. (laughs) Kyle, that's a good one. That's silly. Like he's really here. I know, right? <laughs> also, can you say that if you accidentally amputate the wrong thing, that that's because you're clumsy? <laughs> yeah, I guess, right, clumsy and... Well, accident and clumsy can be together, but, like, you're not clumsy if you just accidentally amputate the wrong limb or... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, like, that's not clumsy, that's just incompetence. Yeah. He cut off that guy's arm. He was supposed to have an appendectomy. <laughs> Whoops. You cut off that guy's arm. What the fuck? You're a dentist. <laughs> I imagine it's one of those meat cutes where he drops a bunch of files he's holding and then another, maybe it's a patient, right? That they do the whole like cleaning up and are, their hands meet as they're piling the papers together and they don't pay attention to what papers go into what files and that's why he accidentally so like there we go that's how it could be clumsy right mm-hmm. okay what's well, like he ends up doing surgery while some poor surgeon is like in a law court going uh i object <laughs> <laughs> no it says he wanted to be a surgeon but also how far into medical school did he get that he was able to amputate people's <laughs> limbs you know like <laughs> it's like matt's going to school to be a pilot and how long have you been going to school and how much flying have you done no flying yeah and like two years of school at this point to answer for you matt yeah (laughs) you know you don't have to speak for us riley we're actually here (laughs) you know what hey 
I don't have to speak for you guys. Like, I think Phil might say something to that effect, but that I would say it more eloquently than any of you could. So that's why I'm the bunker master. I'm the better describer. And that my my word uh, vault, my word place that where I draw words from, from inside of my head, like that, you know, the organ up there, it's just smarter than you guys. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm getting that. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, there we go. There's two frivolous facts. Thanks. Thank you, Kimmy. Thank you, Kyle, for those frivolous facts. Why don't you, you know, just for the rest of the episode, maybe be quiet for the remainder. You know, you don't have to chime in if you don't want to. I'm not telling you what to do. Yeah, you got it, guys. Okay. What you can't see, listeners, is that there's puppets. <laughs> With real hair, which kind of worries me. <laughs> it's more wigs than I thought he'd own. Hi, I'm Matt. I play good boy. Good boy is a psycho, kind of deranged murderer with a heart of gold. <laughs> Did we not say he looks like a baby seal or something? No, what was that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, he looks like if Hulk was actually a baby seal instead of Bruce Banner. Can he sing like seal, though? He can sing like a seal. A frivolous fact about good boy is that... <laughs> oh boy, this one's kind of dark. Uh, it's that he can also light birds on fire. No. <laughs> oh, no. Wow, dude. <laughs> I just don't even want to ask any follow-up <laughs> questions. I just want to leave it there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know what to say after that. Hi, I'm Phil. I play Tarquin Britstone, a mechromancer, and a frivolous fact about Tarquin. I went for a serious, well, not a serious, you know, like a frivolous fact about Tarquin is the reason why he wears his bandana is because he has an obsessive compulsion where he fiddles with his hair. Oh, okay. That's a pretty good one. Thanks. A frivolous fact about Elaspis is that a few years ago, a really popular hairstyle was the friar look where they would shave the top of their head and leave the sides. You know, kind of like a classic Captain Picard type thing, right? Yeah. Like Friar Tuck, yeah? Well, I, oh, wait. I guess, yeah, is that would be different, right? Friar Tuck would be like just the, the crown of the head and then ha- hair surrounding it. Yeah. Is that what you meant? Captain Picard is like bold all over, isn't he? No, Captain Picard... Right? Well, hold on. I'm going to pull up pictures so that I can reference it better. Oh, he's... Well, I I guess it depends on the picture. He's got, like, the hair uh, along the edge, right? Like a balding man. Oh, yes. Like the horseshoe. Yes! That's a good description. Okay. See, I, I described two different things. My bad. So, the popular hairstyle was the horseshoe, but you would have long hair down to the shoulders. And so a lot of people would get halo wigs and just wear the halo wigs with their horseshoe haircut. And it was, it was way too popular for way too long. Mm, That's gross. Yeah. I don't like that. (laughs) That's way worse than lighting birds on fire. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
previously on Friend and Foe Adventure Co. After Phaleon managed to grab the blue gem, there was an immense blast of fire and lightning, and then Tarquin, Mercurius, and Good Boy woke up in a strange, mysterious village, but they appeared to all be children. Tarquin and Mercurius were in an orphanage, Good Boy was living in a house with his younger sibling, and just going about their daily business as little villager children. But none of them could commit any crimes or mischief. It was all very bizarre. Unbeknownst to them, Phaleon was living with... Do we know that? I don't fucking know. She was living with her mother, but do we know it's her mother yet? I can't remember. Yes, we do. She shot some mushrooms. It was all very confusing. At one point, we were trolls. What? <laughs> you were orcs. We were orcs, trolls. They're all the same anyway. Ooh, racist. Oh. oh. <laughs> We join our heroes as they finally come face to face and try and work out what is going on. Phelion, what the hell is going on? Um, I'm not entirely sure. Wait, Riley, do I know where I am? Roll me an insight. A five. (laughs) Okay, uh, you're distracted because one of the last things you remember from before was Tarquin yelling to your other two teammates to shoot you. Hmm. Yeah. Hi, Tarquin. Yeah, hi. What's all this shit with that gemstone? And why are we on fire and lightning every night? I don't know why. I just needed the gem. But yeah, like, telling people to shoot me? Not cool. I would like the record to state that we did not shoot you. Did you think about it? (laughs) No, not even a little bit. I tried to explain. The Siren Queen told me to stop you from getting the gem. Well, if I remember right, I got it. So now we're here. Yeah, well, God's your husband. So I wonder why that happened. (laughs) 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 Well, did you do this? Is this you? I don't know. I believe believe her. Wait, maybe. (laughs) I don't know. I grabbed the stone and now we're here. Why did you want the stone so badly? It was just calling to me. I needed it. Yeah, I feel the same way about booze. Okay, you're forgiven. Compulsions. I get it. I tried to stop her. She overpowered me. With the tickles. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, and I like, I mean, we couldn't shoot Phaleon. Like, you realize that, right? It wasn't my fault. What was I supposed to do? I wasn't actually going to shoot her. No, I know. It, it was, I mean, it was the heat of the moment. I get it. I mean, he didn't really want us to shoot you either, right? 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 I hope not. <laughs> We're in some village. I don't know where we are. Yeah, apparently I'm an orphan orc. You guys remember that? Wait, there's something I've been wanting to say ever since I realized that we were orcs. Look like meat's back on the menu, boys. <laughs> what about their legs? They don't need their legs. <laughs> what? I didn't get that last bit. What last bit? Who are you talking to? You don't hear it? Hear what? What's happening? But the queen, she's speaking to me. You can't hear her? Uh, I hear crickets and our very awkward stunted conversation. Ugh. <laughs> I just hear all the other voices that usually talk to me. (laughs) Yeah, how many were there of those, good boy? Like 12? Oh, I don't even know anymore. Too many. She was talking and then she just stopped. I don't know what happened. What did she say? 
She just wanted to know where we were. Well, wouldn't we like to know? <laughs> I don't know. All the other times, the other times I've met her, she's uh, said she still doesn't have enough power to to rescue us all the time. I think like that's why she only rescued one person at a time. And then she was about to say something. I don't have. I don't know. I don't have the power. I don't have something. But then she just cut off. Well, shit. What are we gonna do? I don't. Do I still have the gem? Uh, no, it broke. Oh. Wait, which gem? The one that got us here. Oh, that gem. What color was it? It was the blue one, was it? Oh, blue. The red gem, you used that all up. It broke. But that one, you, you could search all day and you you just wouldn't find it on you. Yeah, are we still in, like, for want of a better phrase, good boy mode? Like, are we? everything's going to turn into innocent, childish play stuff. Wait, what are you asking? Right, you know before, whenever we tried to do mischief, it just turned into childish silliness. Are we like that, or are we like we were in the woods where we've got our guns and we can be mean? You're children. Okay. The only time you had guns was, was when you were in the woods. Yeah, okay. We were orcs. Cool. Okay, so now I'm going to say to Kimmy, we, we're absolutely powerless here. Every time we try and do something vault huntery, it just turns into stupid shit. Yeah, we've been stuck here for a week having nightmares about fire and lightning the entire time. Where have you been this whole time? I've been having nightmares as well. I've just been around this area. I mean, this area looks somewhat similar to me. Oh, shit, you too, huh? Yeah. Have you tried using any of your siren abilities? Where's Pigeon? Oh, fuck, where's Pigeon? I don't know who you're talking about. <gasps> Excuse the fuck me? But Pigeon's like your best friend. Your favorite sound is when Pigeon's happy. Don't you remember? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh my god. I poke her. She's a mimic. <laughs> <laughs> I poke him back, but harder. Ow. Ow. Okay, she's not a mimic. And her nails are really sharp, guys. Fuck. Oh my god, this is a problem. Because Pigeon is integral to Phaleon. Like... They're inseparable. But, okay, this this is making me believe that she, you, Phaleon, you're not responsible for this because there's no way you would willingly ditch Pigeon. I don't know who you're talking about. Imagine you had a bestest friend in the whole world. You wouldn't just leave them, would you? Probably not. Shit, what are we going to do? I don't know. Maybe Pigeon's the key to all of this. Maybe, maybe... Does Phaleon have a way of, like, summoning Pigeon? If we can remind her or get her to do that, maybe Pigeon will appear. How about you roll an insight? Uh, 11. That's a 14. I rolled a 10. Because I honestly don't know. Phaleon, this is up to you. Would Mercurius know if you're lying, like, if you're hiding something or if you don't want to talk about it or if you're being honest? I honestly don't know the answer to this. Am I, this is out of character. Like Out of character, yeah. I'm obviously lying about the whole thing. Okay. <laughs> okay. And with a, with a 14, I pick up on that. Mercurius is the only one. Why would you lie about not knowing your pigeon? Oh my God. What's happening? Um, I, on a completely unrelated note, last time we were in the woods, I think I saw like a, just a dead hummingbird like trampled into the ground. Did that make you feel anything there, Phaleon or anything? You, what the fuck did you just say to me? <laughs> that sounds terrible. I that would be awful to see. Yeah. Are you trying to set our friend? I, what are you doing? We, maybe we can like snap her out of it. Whatever's going. We need to like. I don't okay. know what's happening. Okay. Drastic times call for drastic measures. I I get it. It's okay. Uh, roll a talk check when you do that. 
seemed really mean. Uh, that would be a six. <laughs> totally fine. She doesn't, it doesn't really phase her. Other than just being like, well, that's a sad story. Phase is Mercurius. <laughs> I'm all upset over here. What are we going to do? Thaleon doesn't remember Pigeon. We're stuck in this weird, idyllic, suburban place. We have nightmares about fire and lightning all the time. I got nothing. I feel like we have all the clues we need, but I'm too stupid to figure them out. And we can't attack. Not that we want to, Kimmy, but we can't attack Thaleon because our weapons will just turn into sticks or flowers. You would think about that. (laughs) Unless we're orcs. I'm just considering the options. Can we... Hey, Phaleon, have you heard of a game called What Do I Know? (laughs) (laughs) This is a good game. I've seen it. I have not heard of that game. It's like a memory game. We get to ask you five questions. And if you you don't know the answer to any of them, then you're a silly dum-dum head. (laughs) Okay. But like, Mercurius, you know I'm lying, right? I, I know you're lying. Are you lying? What? Doesn't he know I'm lying? You got the insight test, remember? I know that you know about Pigeon. Yeah, he could tell that you were lying about Pigeon. Remember when he would flutter around and he would make like, those little happy chirp noises? Remember when you'd feed him like nectar just out of a tiny little thimble cup thing? Yeah. Just little sweater? Remember his little sweater? Remember how you made like made your whole bedroom like a like a pigeon playground? Remember when you told him to like peck at the eyes of that dude that one time? Yeah, you remember all the like murder and slaughter that he did for you because he loved you so much? Yeah. yeah. Up walks Auntie B. You all recognize Auntie B. Phaleon, I haven't seen you all week. How was it helping your mama? It was great. Yeah, that's great. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad that she had time for you. She always has time for me. What are you implying? But rub it in. We're orphans. Yep. And I take care of all of you. And so does she. You know that. She's always providing food. She's playing with you guys. She wasn't this last week because she was taking Phaleon on little trips and hanging out. Wait, is Phaleon's mum the friend that Auntie B runs the orphanage with? Yeah, you know. Yes, sorry, I, we're playing a game of what do I know? I don't know why you are playing that this week. It's fun to learn things, isn't it? It's our favorite game. Yeah. Just because we're orphans doesn't mean we have to be ignorant. We like to know things. We're very curious at this age. She looks at good boy. How have you been liking things? Uh, fine. They're fine. Are you bored here? I mean, a little bit. I'm used to more... I'm just... I'm used to, like, bigger cities, I guess. Yeah. Hard to slum it here with these these little orphan kids? Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Oh. I was just ribbing you. I, uh... Sorry, you two. You're not dirty little orphan kids. Roll for insight. He's lying, right? He's lying, right? <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, roll for insight. Go ahead. Wait, you liked the part when we were orcs and we were killing mushrooms, right? Yeah, that was that was pretty dope. I actually did get a nat twenty. Just said, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you one hundred percent know that <laughs> they're telling the truth. Shit, we are scummy orphan kids. <laughs> <laughs> but with that, also, you know that you can tell Auntie B doesn't necessarily think of you that way. She does like you all. She does take care of you. But the other woman that runs the place with her is much more 
loving, genuinely interested in caring, and has you get the feeling has helped you throughout your entire time there. When you were scared at night, she would stay up late and read stories and just be there helping as much as she could help you get acclimated to the new environment. Talk when Britstone doesn't get scared at night. He makes other things scared at night. Especially that little rat on the bottom bunk. I keep dropping, like, stuff on her. And then gaslighting her. Except where I come from, gaslighting means farting and then setting on fire right in her face. (laughs) Well, I'm glad that you are having a good time here. At least you've made friends. I'm sorry it's not more exciting for you, but... Life is what you make it. Make it an adventure. Okay. Can I go throw rocks at trees? Sure. That is something. If that's your idea of adventure, bud. She's doing it. She told us to make our beds and come down for breakfast, and we did. And she tells us to go out and make mischief, and we did. And she told him to go and do something adventurous, and he did. It's her. She's very powerful. Auntie B. Oh, no, it stands for Bridget. You know what I was going to say. <laughs> Bridget? What were you going to say? Beautiful. He was going to say beautiful, right? That's right. Well, on that note, because, right, if we can't do anything mean, surely if I attempt to swear, it will just autocorrect to something lovely. And then I'm going to say Auntie Biatch, but it will come out as Auntie Brilliant. <laughs> there you go. You are the sweetest boy in the whole orphanage. Thanks, you dumb fucking slag. Thanks, you kind, caring, lovely lady. (laughs) (laughs) Even though you want to say those things, you don't. So you don't even take the sexist damage. Excellent. Because you're forced not to. (laughs) It's amazing. Okay, this just doesn't solve the problem of what do we do? How do we, how do we fix this? Well, have a great day, kids. Be mischief. And she walks away. Thanks. I got nothing. There's nothing different we can try. I want to see, and it will probably be a talky, persuady thing. I want to see Phaleon try something like, you know, like we did with the weapons and the whatever. I want to see her try because I, I want the reassurance that she's under the same rules as us. Hey, Phaleon, we've been trying to play a cool game in the village. Another game. Yeah, another game. We just Well, she told us, you know, she said, have a great day. And for us, this is a great day playing. You know, we just love to skip and laugh and play and push over pensioners. Look, <laughs> here comes one now. I will give you, I'll pick you the best bouquet of flowers if you go push that old man right over. It's so much fun and he loves it. I don't think I want to do that. Wait, wait. Oh, I'd love to be pushed over into the mud. Did you not hear him just say that? (laughs) It's like the highlight of his day. He like goes for a walk. One of us goes and pushes him over. And he's like, oh, you little scunts. And that's it. It's brilliant. Give it a go. You can't be friends with us if you don't. You can't be in our gang. We've all done it. Mercurius has done it. Good Boy's done it. Good Boy's done it twice. (laughs) (laughs) I I think I'm going to pass. I, oh my god, got a talk of two. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I tried, guys, I tried. She wasn't falling for it. You see the error of my ways. <laughs> the old man's just, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit. Look how sad and lonely that old man is now. You gotta go rough him up a little bit. What about kick over a mailbox and empty a bin onto the floor? 
steal a duck from the pond. Toss a grenade in the air. Into the air? Above us? Yeah, it'll be like a firework. It'll be cool. Just throw it far enough. You might make sure you throw it hard. Throw it towards the thatched roofs. They they love a good firework (laughs) display. (laughs) Light something on fire. I I kind (gasps) of saw... Oh oh my god! Fire and lightning! Those are the two things that we infuse pigeon with. (gasps) You bitch! Oh! Are you calling me a bitch? No, Tarquin. Oh. (laughs) He figured it out. Fire and lightning. Pigeon. We're on to something here. Are we? Or is that just a coincidence? <laughs> Riley's face is not betraying a single emotion, so I don't know. Help! I guess I'll throw a grenade at a mailbox. Yes! Yeah! Yeah! Hell yeah! Fuck the mail, dude. Get him! <laughs> the fucking patriarchy mailbox. <laughs> yeah! Where's the female box, huh? <laughs> Are you doing that? You're throwing a grenade? Yep, I'm throwing a grenade at... Not the mailbox closest to us, because I don't want to be dumb, but far enough away. Rolling accuracy. 14. Oh, yeah. You throw it, and that rock hits the mailbox. Rock. Okay, but it's fine. So, Okay, she's bound by the same thing that we are, or at least she's pretending to be. And then it explodes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, broad strokes. You guys have no idea what to do. We don't. So you spend the rest of the day kind of brainstorming different ideas, having her try doing different naughty things, you know, breaking rules. (laughs) You shut your mouth. (laughs) I saw that look, (laughs) you son of a bitch. So and then eventually you guys have to go to bed. But good boy, on your way home, you see a hooded figure walking into town. Should I try and talk to them? It's totally up to you. I think I would have to, right? If we've spent all day trying to think of things to do out of the ordinary, and then there's something out of the ordinary that happens. Makes sense to me. So you just go up to talk to them? Maybe I should follow them. I'll follow them. Roll a sneak check. (laughs) That's a five. You start following them for a little bit. They turn around some a house and you sneak up, look around the house. You see them turn by another house and you go run up to that house. And then behind you, you hear, you got to sneak better than that, kiddo. And you turn around and it is Auntie B. Oh, why are you wearing a cloak and hood and sneaking? And you look and she's also holding a bag, like a burlap sack type thing that looks like it's full of stuff. Oh, are you stealing? I am. Yes. We make our own adventure. Right, kid? Right. Whether it's throwing rocks, going to neighboring towns and stealing things they don't need. And she pulls out a candle. Literally pointless. This thing isn't even scented. Oh, it actually smells bad. Nope. Why did I take that? She pulls out some coins. I don't really care about this, but here, do you want some coins? You want some gold coins too? Uh, Sure. I'll take some coins. She gives you three gold coins. Thanks. I feel like I should have more questions. Hey, you're young and you have all the time in the world to ask questions. But do you want to learn how to sneak instead? You were really bad at it. Well, I mean, my role was pretty bad. So the role that I did back there to go from one house to the other, I mean. It was definitely loud, left a big cloud of dust That was a giveaway. Even if you hid, this big cloud of dust trailing behind you was very visible. Yeah, okay. I'll learn how to sneak. 
okay, yeah, let's do this. And she starts to teach you little tricks, certain ways to walk, certain places to wait or crouch behind, whole montage of things. And then she says, hey, this was fun. Yeah. You're improving. Thank you. All right. Now get to bed. See if you can't sneak yourself into bed without your parents noticing. All right. I guess I'll do that. You go off to your house and go to bed. Okay. You all meet up where you meet up the next day. Guys, Andy B is a... Roll a interact check. Me? Yeah. It's a six. You try to tell them, but you can't bring yourself to. Andy B is what? A nice lady? She's so great. Isn't she great? Yeah, pretty cool, I guess. Where have you been? Uh, I was learning to sneak. (laughs) Why? I don't know. Okay. I tried to tell you before, but Annie B is just so great. Isn't she? She takes care of us all at the orphanage. Yeah. Yeah, you remember breakfast? That's pretty good. Well, I, um, guys, just, (laughs) just received some intel (laughs) from, from (laughs) just received some intel from the Siren Queen that, is Auntie B some sort of, good boy, have you had a dodgy encounter with Auntie B? Oh yeah, she's great. (laughs) (laughs) Huh? I think we might be in bigger trouble than we realize, team. I mean, I've been trying to tell you this whole time that she is just wonderful. (laughs) Well, I mean, the whole hellish nightmares and stuff has been kind of a dead giveaway that things are fucked. Also, not being able to blow up stuff. I really like to blow up stuff. Yeah. How much more powerful than one of the siren disciples do we think a full-on siren could be just if we let's play a game of what do we know (laughs) Phelion what what are the ranks of siren power situations the ranks well I mean like a disciple is obviously like a trainee cadet type siren right just a wee little baby what's the next level up roll insight me uh Phelion 16 you know that it's just, you're a siren or you're not. The disciple thing is totally new. You've never heard of or seen anything like that until this whole siren queen mess and with Siphon and with Elena. I don't know, you're either a siren or you're not. So it's not like siren disciple, siren acolyte, siren scholar, siren master, whatever. I mean, sirens can be have different kinds of powers they're not all the same but you're either a siren or you're not i think we are dealing with someone who is a siren and i think it's auntie b yeah what's the b stand for anyway auntie being a siren oh it's bridget oh shit did i not know it was bridget when i said before i didn't know i don't know nothing it's fine either way your person would have known Yes. You would have known deep down subconsciously. I think the way we seem to just do whatever she says is very suspicious, do you not think? Yeah, it feels a lot like the frosty flagon. The fasty flagon. But I think this is something way more powerful than anything some disciple could do. 
Hmm. Is it the queen? Nah, she wouldn't. She wouldn't do me dirty like that. The queen's on the outside of this. She's trying to help us. She's trying. She was trying to warn me, but she got cut off again. She's stuck outside. Not a disciple. The other sirens we know are Phaleon and Princess Consuela. Auntie B is the problem. Yeah, let's find Auntie B. Because we don't know what she actually does during the day. True. Okay, roll search checks. 16. 8. I got half as many as you. Uh, I got a 6. A 7. Good thing Tarquin's here because Tarquin finds her fairly quickly. You all are looking under rocks inside mailboxes. I check the nearest toilet and there she is having a huge shit. (laughs) Yep. And she comes out, she washes her hands and then you see her go to the community kitchen. She starts grabbing some supplies, making meals, going around to the town and delivering them to people who are working. Auntie B, can I help you deliver your food? Can I help you on your chores today? Of course you can. And she hands you a basket. Thanks. I learned a new word today. It's called hypothesis. Can I share one with you? Wow, that is a big word. Yes, you can share a hypothesis with me. Excellent. Your definition of the word mischief seems to be backwards. Like for us, mischief means like causing trouble or doing horrible things. But when you see go, when you say go and be mischief, we're like doing good things. I put it to you that somehow all these good deeds and stuff that we are doing somewhere in the real world, shittery is happening because of it. I think you are a siren. I accuse. Um, roll a talk check. God, nine. You aren't able to say the you are a siren part. Oh. Everything else, though, you say. She smiles and says, out there in the real world, this is the real world. How, how is it the real world? How is it the real world? Why is there so many orphans in this one tiny village? Huh? Well, take you, for instance. Why are you here? Roll an insight check. That's a really weird thing to say. What is an insight check? 19. And how do we roll it? <laughs> so you immediately can recall that your village was attacked by raiders. A lot of people died. Your house burnt down. The whole place burnt down. And a, you and a couple of other kids, younger than you, were brought here by Phaleon's mom and Auntie B. They found you and brought you here to take care of you. I tell her all of that, but I struggle. Like, it's like, I want to say something different, but that is the story that comes out of my mouth. That's what we are. Everyone's here, not necessarily by choice. They can choose to leave for sure, but we take care of each other. We're a community. But wait just a a minute. We tried to leave voluntarily and we got... We just blipped out. Pain and suffering for our troubles. Who, what, who hurt you? I will kill whoever laid hands on you. It's not very nice. She bites her tongue and she goes, you're right. We don't do violence. Uh, sorry about that, kids. But really, who hurt you? Did somebody hurt you? The fire and the lightning hurt us. Yeah, it wasn't a person per se. It was just kind of like a vague general. Oh, it's one of your games. Gotcha. No, this isn't a game. You must have heard literally... Every single child, every single night, has nightmares about the fire and the lightning. Roll a talk check. Come on, turkey. <laughs> 17. Yeah, buddy! I have not heard this. I will talk to the other children tonight. Which village did I come from? 
they blur together. There's a lot that have burnt down. There's a lot that have been attacked. Which direction was it? Which road do I take to get there? That was a couple years ago, bud. I don't remember. You said I was free to leave. What if I wanted to go back to the place where my parents, my family died? I really wouldn't recommend that, but... I'll try and walk out of this village now. You watch what happens to me. Okay, bye! Okay, yeah, you go and you you blip out, right? You go that far? Mm-hmm. Fire, lightning, all that stuff for you. She just watches uh, and doesn't react at all, but he blips out for all of you. Look, you see that? There he goes. He he disappeared. He's fire, lightning, pain. He's hap- It's happening right now. All right. Trying to play tricks. What is happening? I think I'm just going to head home. Okay. Sounds good. Tell your mom hi. He's just leaving? Tarquin's on fire and lightning? I did the same thing. And it's pretty bad. What if What if Lady B goes out there? Obviously, she... Well, she's not going to go fire, lightning, suffering, eternal. Yeah. She's outside of all Why of doesn't it. she go bring Tarquin back? Bring Tarquin back. Bring Tarquin back. He forgot his toothbrush. Bring him back. Oh, you want me to play with you? Like hide and seek. Uh, just He needs to, if he's going to go to the village, he needs his toothbrush. So you need to bring it back so he can get his toothbrush. Good boy's got a point. Kids, sometimes you all like to think that you want to run away or go back home, but you always come back. But if you want, I can play the game. I can go and find him. Yes. Just please. Phelan, did you head home? I did. Okay. Uh, yeah. She walks off into the woods, disappears for a little bit, and then she comes walking back, and there's just this scrawny, little, dorky, nerdy-looking kid with her. And she comes up and she says, See, found him. They were worried about you because you left without your toothbrush. That's not Tarquin. He uh, he says very quietly and shyly, What are you talking about? You know me. We play games every day. Wait. I'm so glad you reminded me about my toothbrush. Now my retainer won't get all dirty. (laughs) (laughs) What do you know about the wizard's wand? (laughs) Well, let's go and finish delivering all these treats. And and then we, you guys can help me make dinner if you want. Maybe we can poison the dinner. Maybe I was hoping this would clarify things, but now I just feel more confused. I got no idea. She starts walking and handing out more of the treats or the meals that she's made. Uh, And she keeps doing that. Do you go with her? Do you just kind of stick around? Yes. God damn. She keeps doing that. Eventually, she's done. She goes and she helps some people with uh, cleaning up some areas, just keeping things tidy. She waters some plants and flowers around the village. And then she tells you, it's time to cook dinner for everybody let's go she goes and she starts cooking dinner and she's just being totally normal do you have any water boiling on the stove yeah she's got water boiling on the stove i was gonna try and toss the boiling water at her go for it i'm gonna try it interact check here we go 14 oh wow okay yeah uh you throw it on her and the water goes on her and she doesn't react to it at all. Uh, and you look back at the pot of uh, the boiling water that you just did, and it's still boiling. It's on the stove. It didn't happen. Hmm. Nothing happened. And Targwin's gone. He's in hell. And we're here. Also in hell. Stuck here with this nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I love helping you, Auntie B. Thanks for taking care of us. Who the fuck is this guy? I'm going to shoot him. Thank you.
welcome to Somewhere in the Middle of the Episode, where we do ads and promo swaps and whatnot and who's it's. So real quick, just want to say thank you for listening this far. Bunkers and Badasses is made by Nerdvana Games, so go to their website, check it out. You can probably still get a deluxe edition that comes with miniatures, a board, a dry erase map, standees, and all sorts of fun things in it. So go to nerdvanagames.com, check it out. You can support us directly on Coffee. There'll be a link in the episode description in the link tree at the very least. Huge shout out to Kyle, who does our music, as well as Shar13XIII. They also do a lot of our music, and we are so grateful to them because it is amazing. I love being able to put original music into the show. All right, that's it. There might be an ad after this and some promo swaps from other shows. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Hello and welcome to the table, everyone. I'm Jonathan, Game Master of Half-Wits and Failed Crits, an actual play podcast where the real big bad evil guys are my players, absolutely cursed dice. Join us as we build rich, living worlds to stumble through, meet weird foes and even stranger allies, and display reckless disregard for anything that gets in the way of a great story. Currently, you can catch up with our destiny-confused space kids in our sci-fi epic, Children of the Spine by searching for Halfwits and Failed Crits on your favorite podcast app or halfwitpodcast.com. So it's getting late at night. Good boy. You're away from your other friends, right? Tarquin and Mercurius, or little boy and Mercurius at least. Mm -hmm. I have to go back to my big house and loving family. (laughs) Auntie B says, that's why you're awesome, kid. Do you want to actually come with me? You want to put some of that sneaking to the test? Sure. Yes. She walks you to the edge of the woods and walks in there. You follow? Yes. Okay. You get so far and then you blip. Yeah. Yeah. Now everything's fire and lightning. Phaleon, did you do you ever leave your house at night? Do you what do you do? I'm just like back at the house hanging with my mom. So you actually go home, but your mom isn't there. And there's a note that says that some of the shroomlet that she got went bad and she has to go get some new shroomlets. Okay. So you're going to have to cook dinner for yourself. Okay, I do that. You go to the community kitchen, you grab the stuff that you need, you cook dinner, you eat it. It's getting a little bit late. You were trying to stay up maybe a little too late, a little past your bedtime since uh, mom's not home. Am I right? Living on the edge. Yeah. And, uh, and then you hear a noise outside. Sounds like somebody walking. Multiple people walking. I peek through the window. And you see a hooded figure walking and then a small child. I'm going to try and sneak behind them. Okay, roll a sneak check. It's a five. You're following behind, following, following, and then you come around a corner and they're gone. I look around a little bit longer for them. Roll search check. Gosh. Five. You don't see anybody. Nope. Don't find anyone. Okay, I'm just gonna going to walk back home. So you start walking home, and then you hear the flutter of wings behind you. I look behind me. You see a magpie. Ugh, gross. It flies off away from you, but flies low. Okay. What do you want to do? Do you want to head back home? Yeah. It leaves you with a little vibe, like a... Ugh. That was weird. Okay. I feel slightly uncomfortable. Next day, you all wake up. 
Tarquin, you're back. Oh, hi. But weirdly enough, as you go throughout the day, you can't help but have it be exactly the same day. Like, you are trying to say something different. You're trying to go to different places. Doesn't matter. Everything happens exactly the same way as it did before. All the way up to the night. Baileon, you've ate dinner. You're trying to stay up late. And then you hear a noise outside. Multiple people walking. I peek through the window again. Yeah, you see a hooded figure and then a child walking, sneaking. I choose to go to bed. As you go towards your bedroom, behind you, you hear the flutter of wings. I look behind me. And there's a magpie standing right by the door. In my house? In your house. Okay. And then it flies out an open window. That was weird. I just go to bed. Okay. Next day, you all wake up. Literally the same thing happens. You cannot do anything different. In your heads, you're like, I want to say different things. I don't want to do this stuff. Tarquin knows he doesn't want to walk into the woods again and have a whole half a day in the fire and electricity, but he can't help himself. All of this stuff is happening again. Again, you go at night, Phaleon, you're trying to stay up too late, and you hear sound outside. Multiple people. Okay, I do the same thing. I peek through the window. Same hooded figure, child. Yeah, I guess I'll try and go after him, do something different. Sneak. Five. Same thing happens. You lose sight of them. Roll a search check. Twelve. You find some tracks. Maybe it could be theirs, uh, but you're not 100% sure. And then you see a magpie. Are you following me? It looks at you, tilts its head tilts its head the other way, and then flies off in a direction away from you. I'll follow the magpie. As you start walking towards the direction that the magpie flew off to, you get a real uneasy feeling. It's not a happy feeling. But eventually, you see that hooded figure by itself now going into a building. It's Auntie B's house. Wait, she doesn't live at the orphanage with us? unsupervised orphanage children? Mm-hmm. There are windows. You can see a dim light coming out of it as if she's trying to hide the light. Uh, I will peek through one of the windows. Okay, roll a sneak check. Doing so well with those. Ten. Yeah, you're able to watch for a little while. She dumps out this bag that she has and there's candlesticks, candles, a couple of gold coins, a little bit of food, random things. Uh, and she puts them away in a cupboard. And then she hears something at the window and she turns towards you. Roll a traverse check. Three. <laughs> you make eye contact. I start running away. You run home? Is that where you're going? Yes. Yeah, you run home. Nothing Nothing happens. She doesn't follow. You don't hear from her or anything. Okay. You eventually fall asleep, despite probably being pretty rattled. Wake up the next day everybody's able to move again and do whatever they want. Uh, and you all meet up back at the intersection. Okay, when I blipped out yesterday or four days ago, whatever, how did she react? She brought back this nerd in your place and she told us it was you. Was I fit? No, no, you were wearing like this weird retainer. God, gross. Fucking sweater vest having... Do you know what I haven't tried yet? I'm going to climb... Is there a church? There was a bell, wasn't there? Where's the bell tower? 
Well, that was just a dinner bell. What's the highest place in the village? Roll a search check. Oh my god. That would be a five. <laughs> All the buildings look just as high to you as to anybody else, as anything else, you know? How many stories are we talking here? All the houses only have one story. I am going to do something drastic. Is there a tree? Uh, yeah, I mean, the woods. Can I get to the woods without blipping? I mean, you can get into the woods, but it's like at a certain point in the woods. So I can get to a tree. Yeah, you can definitely get to a couple of trees. What about the other what? Right, can I get to the nearest tree? What about the other what? Oh. Um. Okay. Guys, let's all go climb this tree. All four of us. It's a new game. That's a convincing argument. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. Let's go I'll climb a tree. No questions asked. I, I've got an idea, but I don't want to tell you the idea because it's just in case. I just really... I heard there was a really super cool treasure up at the top of the nearest tree, and we all need to climb up there and get it. All of us. Auntie B told me this morning that she needs that specific pine cone at the top of the tree to make dinner extra tasty for the community today. I mean, you had me a pine cone. Excellent. You had me a climb a tree. All this pine cone stuff is making me second guess it, but eh, fuck it. Let's go. Cool. Phelion, you're in, right? I suppose. Guess I'll climb a tree. Excellent. We're climbing the tree. I mean, what else we got going on? Fire and lightning every night? Absolutely. That sucks. Fuck it. Let's go. All right. Roll traverse checks. Uh, 12. 17. 19. 4. <laughs> Everybody but good boy is able to climb the tree. I find a pine cone down at the bottom, and I'm like, oh, this is it. I found it. Good enough. Hey, good boy. I'm, I'm shouting down from the tree. Good boy. Um, Just take, like, one step back and move slightly to the left. Okay. I'm going to grab Phaleon and Mercurius in a bear hug, and I'm going to chuck us all off the tree so that we land on good boy and kill him too. <laughs> <laughs> Are either of you trying to resist this? Nah, man, I didn't see it coming. I'm a little squirmy, but I wasn't ready for it. Little squirmy. I'm going to give you a minus three, but roll a... Let's do traverse check. Six. Okay, yeah, you're not able to. He does. He grabs you, bear hugs you, jumps down. You roll a traverse check now, Tarquin. Um, That is... Why can't I find... Uh, that's a seven. You miss, good boy. Shit, sorry. And land in a pile of leaves. Am I still alive? Yeah. Oh, God. Are the other two still alive as well? Yeah, everyone's fine. <sighs> okay. Are there any, like, snaps protruding bits on the tree? Do not stab me. <laughs> <laughs> Roll a search check. <laughs> 19. Yeah, you, f- you find exactly what you're looking for, whatever that may be. Okay, I'm going to turn to the other, like, guys, I've, I tried. It's obviously not going to work. Trust me on this. And I'm just going to run full pelt and impale myself on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Jesus. gosh. Yeah, roll. Uh, let's do interact. 14. You run and it stabs into you. And then you look down and it's just a little bit of a scratch bleeding. Like you hurt yourself playing in the woods. Why can't I kill myself? Um, 
Guys, all your mums are fat bitches. What are you going to do about it? All of your mums are dirty whores. Roll a talk check. Uh, 12. <laughs> you start to say that, and what do you say instead? All your mums are really great cooks, and they make the best treats. Hell yeah, dude. Luba's awesome at cooking. Didn't even know you'd met my mom. <laughs> <laughs> She's the lady at the big house, right? <laughs> What if I go to the community kitchen and just eat all the raw poisonous mushrooms? Is there a poisonous mushroom? No, because it will just turn into like a good mushroom. I don't know. I need to die. Someone kill me. (laughs) Why are you trying to die, my man? Right. All the other times that we've been stuck in a crazy situation, I die and the Siren Queen rescues me. This is all I've got right now. (laughs) Siren Queen's like, bro, get it together. (laughs) But I can't jump out of a tree, I can't impale myself, I can't get you guys to attack me because I dissed your mums. What's happening? <laughs> Is there like a busy road? <laughs> Is there like a river or a lake into which I can plunge? Maybe some sort of water feature. <laughs> yeah, you could roll a search check. I just, I don't think it's gonna work. Fifteen... There's kind of a river not far from the town. It might be out of your range, but they do the irrigation. They do flood irrigation. Is there a well? There is not. They get their water from the river nearby, but they flood irrigate the crops, which is a ditch of water. How deep is it? It's three-fifths of a square deep. Okay. I can't think what to do. You spend the rest of the day trying to kill yourself and your friends, probably. Do you occasionally try and kill your friends, or have you just gone straight for like me it depends i mean if there's like a cool interesting method like i don't know we could all hold hands and try and touch no do we have electricity oh i'm wait until a storm comes and hold like some keys (laughs) try and plunge my head into the boiling water a few of these things are happening right you're unsuccessful every time you plunge your head underwater and the water stops flowing and it's empty and you just cough up a little bit of water that you swallowed down the wrong hole. All this stuff. Who did Auntie B say she would kill? I would kill anyone that... That hurt us? Okay. You... Someone go and tell Auntie B that I hurt them. <laughs> Someone go tell Auntie B that I shanked you right up. Oh, I don't know. Can we get her? She's she's the one with the power. We need to trick her into doing something drastic and accidentally blasting one of us. I'll tell her. I'll run to her. I'll be like, hey, Tarquin tried to push us out. Tarquin tried to push me out of a tree and get me to break my neck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, do that. That's legit true. Yeah, talk. do a talk check. Ooh, it's a base. 16, and my talk modifier is 2. That's 18. She comes quick. She goes right up to you and says, did you fall out of a tree? Let me see. Let me see. And she says, where did you hurt yourself? To me or to Mercurius? You. You got that scratch. You, you ran into the branch. No, I tried to push the others out of the tree. I want them to die. I hate them. They suck. Roll a talk check. Oh my god. A two. They're my best friends and we were trying to build a tree house. I love that you all are going on adventures and I... I would totally help you build that tree house, but first he said that you got hurt. So where did you get hurt? I have a boo-boo right here. And I point to the little scratch. 
She pulls out the leaf of this plant and squeezes out a little bit of gel out of it and then rubs it against your stomach and it stings a little. When she touches me, I want to grab her arm. Where are we, by the way? You guys are on the outskirts of town, of the village. Can I pull her with me? If I can get her to kill me, can I make it so that she pushes me into the tree? (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to grow, right? I've got it. And I'm like going back, back, back. So the tree will stab me from behind, but as as if she's pushing me into it. Like a roll uh, interact check. 16. Nice. Um, You do that, but she ends up actually catching you and then hurting herself instead. How badly? A couple little scratches on her back. Nothing too bad. Sorry, Auntie B. I must have tripped. It's okay. I'm just glad you're okay. Are you okay? No. Well, where are you hurt? In my head. I get sad too sometimes. I'm not sad. I'm confused. Something you're confused? Something dodgy is going on here and I know you're part of it and I can't work out what and I don't know what to do and I can't save my friends. I'm tired of not being able to save the ones I care about. I have an idea. Can I... F- Get in a fight with Tarquin. Can I tackle Tarquin to the ground and start punching him? Oh, go for it. Okay. Okay, I was thinking traverse or interact. Depends on how you want to do it. Uh, Traverse is going to be a base seven. Interact is going to be nine. So either way, not great. Yeah. I'm just like caressing his face. (laughs) She separates the two of you and says, Damn it. It's okay. You can work on the tree later. You don't need to fight. You two are friends. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. That was my ace in the hole, was trying to beat up Tarquin. That's all I got. Yeah, that's what I was aiming for with the mum jokes. I was hoping you'd all beat the shit out of me. Everybody's feeling a little defeated there. You tried a couple of things that didn't work out. Everyone goes to bed. Baileon, you get home, and your mom is home. Hi, mom. My sweet little hibiscus. And she comes up and gives you a big hug. Oh, it's so good to see you. I got a couple of shroomlets. Gonna cut them up in the morning. Hey, you want to cut some up? Eh? Um, I think I'm good. Okay. I hope you're having fun with your friends. Yeah, it's been interesting. Yeah? Yeah. I saw Auntie B doing something weird. Oh? What'd you see? She was just like out late at night. And then I saw her like emptying stuff from a bag into her house. Oh. Okay. Uh, well... I will talk to her. Okay. Uh, She goes kind of quiet for the rest of the night as she's thinking about that. Seems a little distant. Okay. You go through the rest of the night, go to sleep. Everyone's got their fire and lightning dreams. Wake up the next day, meet up at the intersection. So, you guys, you remember when we were all in the woods and our guns worked and we were hunting and we were bloodthirsty and we wanted to kill some shrooms? You remember that? I do remember that. That was weird, though, because our guns, like, weren't our guns. They were just random guns. No, no. And, like, I don't use an SMG, but I had one, and it worked well enough. Yeah, and remember those shrooms were running away from something, weren't they? Yeah. I mean, do you reckon that's important? It's been a while, but nothing else is adding up. It does seem to be the only time where something different has happened. Yeah. Phelia, do you remember being in that position? Do you remember when we had guns again? I mean, it was the three of us. I don't think I was there. Shit. I remember that I was hunting and I saw some shroomlets and some orcs. We saw shroomlets too. 
Yeah, but we didn't see any orcs. I didn't see you guys. Were we the orcs? What were the orcs wielding? Were they, do you remember? I think they were some SMGs and a shotgun. That's a coincidence. I had an SMG. Tarquin had an SMG. I had a shotgun. Was there a dead shroomlet on the ground and the orcs went up and looked at it? Because that's what we did. Maybe one of them poked it and asked if it was a mimic. <laughs> that sounds... Yeah, I think that's exactly what happened. <laughs> that sounds like something we'd do. It does. But how does this help us? We have no way of getting back to orc mode. I don't know. Even if that's even useful. Why were we orcs? That's what I was asking. Is it relevant? What does it mean? What does it mean, dude? Help. That has to be the episode title, though. Why were we orcs? <laughs> why were we orcs? <laughs> but again, why did it only affect... Why were we changed, but Phaleon wasn't? You were just still thinking you were this little girl, right? But we changed. And I remember feeling different. Like, I didn't want to go and be good around the town. I wanted to, like, kill shit. But again, the odd one out must be Phaleon because she's a siren and had the gem. None of us had that. So we all turned into orcs for some reason. Oh, I feel like I'm right on the verge of something, but I have, I can't, I can't fix it. But then I can't move if that magic didn't affect her, but she's still affected by the no violence, no whatever that is covering this village. Ugh. <laughs> Has to be something with the gem, right? Because she was the one that broke it. She just touched it. Uh, like, or touched it. I thought she broke it. No, that was the red gem. She broke the red oh, gem. Oh, okay. Touched it. So as soon as she touched the blue gem, it went white, and then we woke up here, right? It went white for her. For you guys, it went and fire, fire and electricity. Lightning. Yeah, yeah, we okay. were pain, fire and brimstone in hell. For who knows how long. So it has to be something to do with the gem, but we know Phaleon doesn't have the gem, or she does have the gem and she's lying about it. Can we grab her and search her respectfully? <laughs> respectfully hasn't come up in a long time. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, if you want to, go for it. Yeah, okay. What do guys do? We're just, while well, Phaleon's distracted by some flowers or something, it's like, guys, can we, we, we need to grab her and just search her. If she's got the gem, something dodgy's going on. Are you with me? Maybe she doesn't even know she has the gem. We have to try. Yeah, but you did an insight check and you know she's lying. So if she's lying about, if she was lying about Pigeon, what else is she lying about? I don't know. We know she's the odd one out. We know she's been lying about some stuff. We know she was desperate. She said the gem was calling to her. The gems. There's something dodgy about Phaleon. <laughs> Will you help me grab her and search her? <laughs> Is she wanting to stay here? Is that what it is? Why would she want to stay here when she has such super fun with us? Good point. Good point. True. We got a pretty good life. Something is happening to Sirens. And she is Siren, part Siren, whatever. It stands to reason that she's being affected by it. I'm not saying she's making these choices on purpose, but something is affecting her. When she found that red gem, she said she was drawn to it, right? In the Monkey King palace whatever the ass monkey ass monkey <laughs> so, like something about her magic is igniting or is just awakening something is happening yeah will you help me will you help yeah, me we, got, we, we have to we got to do something we gotta we can't just have pain misery every single night and then be orphans we got to do something i'll help you okay is there a way we can can we, even though we're in like innocent no violence land, can we badass move her? 
Yes, I was going to suggest the same thing. The badass <laughs> move. You all were going to work together. Excellent. Two. So that counts as a nat one. Yeah. Eleven. <laughs> I actually got a nat one. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Balion kicks all our asses. Yeah, all three of you start to go towards her and reflexes kick in. She just sidesteps and you crash into each other. So, hey, Phelion, that was, uh, listen, <laughs> we didn't mean to, we're just, uh, you, you know, kind of trying to, we want to, like, we don't, be, <laughs> let me explain. What were you trying to do? Uh, we just want to not be stuck in this weird hellscape anymore. I mean, I know it's kind of nice, but the nightmares are a bit much, and I know this isn't real. You know this isn't real, right? Yeah, I know this isn't real. You know this isn't real. This isn't real? <laughs> <laughs> roll a talk ch- or uh, roll an insight check, Mercurius. Uh, natural 17, insight is 219. You hear Phaleon say the words, yeah, this isn't real, but you don't 100% believe that she believes that necessarily? Like, She seems like she means it, but she also... It seems very conflicting. Her words seem conflicting. That's the best way to say that. There's an internal struggle happening. I think I was right. So it is real? Or it isn't real, but she wishes that it was. Oh, no. Okay, but that still doesn't help us. That made me a little sad, though. Can we just flat out ask her, have you got the gem? Yeah. Have you got the gem? The blue gemstone? Have you got it with you? I don't have the gem anymore. I don't know where it is. You can't hear it calling to you from wherever? No. Shit. Well, now what are we supposed to do? Are we just going to live here forever? Be orphans? Maybe this is a good, well, like a good way to end this day of you all feeling very defeated. You all head back at night. Uh, The rest of the day is pretty depressing as you feel pretty defeated in it. Phaleon, you go home. As you get home, your dear mama, she's waiting for you. She's sitting in a chair and she's wearing a tank top. And you see the bandages on her arm, her right arm, that go from her knuckles all the way up her arm, around her chest, around her neck. You walk in, she's just sitting there. Looks pretty solemn. Um, hi, mom. Hey, Phelion. Uh, I think that you're old enough and I never want to lie to you. Me and Auntie B, we weren't always good people, but I'm going to let you decide if you want to hear this or not. Yeah, I want to hear it. (sighs) Okay. Uh, (sighs) Knew this day would come someday. Auntie B and I, we used to be raiders. You watch and she starts unwrapping her bandage on her hand. Our leader was ruthless, but it felt like a family. And felt like we belonged there. Auntie B and I were his most dangerous weapons. As she unwraps the bandages, you start to see on her hand, on her forearm, these lavender-colored tattoos. Uh, We're sirens. The two of us, together, we could wipe out an entire village overnight. And we did. She gets her bandages all the way off. And sure enough, lavender tattoos up her neck, down her arm... She looks at the back of her hand, at the tattoo, 
kind of clenching it. Our boss sent us to send a message to a town. Rather than pay him, they sent assassins after us, and we killed them. We were pissed. He ordered us to burn the entire town down, destroy it, and leave no survivors. That was the order, no survivors. We went, we started doing it, and we thought we were done. But as I was leaving, I heard crying. And I went to finish the job. I'd done it before. Someone had abandoned their child in the street. And I have no idea if they got away or if we killed them. But they left their child. They left their child. The crying stopped as soon as I picked her up. And I convinced Bridget to come with me. We took a lot of money from our boss and left. And I swore two things that night. First, I'd never use my siren abilities again. Second, I'd never abandon you. I feel like I would just like have tears welling in my eyes, not knowing how to respond. I'm sorry. I never told you. I wanted to. I always knew that I would tell you one day we have, we've always been honest with each other. She stands up, goes towards you to try and give you a hug. I turn away from her and head towards my room. Shut the door. Shut the door. Yeah. Slam the door. Slam the door. What's what's going on in your head as she tells you this after? I'm angry, confused, and I decide to knock over my flowers. Water starts spilling off of your table, out of the vase. A couple of the flowers go out. Some are hanging in there still a little bit. Some are on the floor. I spend the night crying, but I don't want my mom to hear, so or my supposed mom to hear. And so I just hide my head in my pillow. Eventually, you fall asleep. Fire and lightning dreams. Wake up the next day. Breakfast is there. Tense. Awkward. How'd you sleep, my sweet little hibiscus? I ignore her and then head towards the door to leave the house. Without breakfast? Without breakfast. (sighs) Okay. This time you're the first person at the intersection and you wait. Eventually, everybody else comes. Hey, we out here. What's good, dude? Everybody hanging out, like having a good time and stuff. Ready for another day of the same old shit. <laughs> How was everyone's breakfast? That was pretty good. I had a pair. <laughs> a pair of what? <laughs> pair of these nuts. <laughs> oh. I wasn't even planning that one. Thanks for setting me up, dude. Everybody but Faley on Roll Insight. 18. 8. 9. Tarquin, you're the only one to notice that she is feeling very down. What's the matter? Um, well, this is where I grew up, and some not-so-great things happened here, and some good things happened here. So wh- why are we here? How are we here? I don't know why we're here, but I think it has to do with the stone that I, or the gem that I touched. How do we get back? I, I have no idea. How much longer are we supposed to stay here? Um. I, I get it. You know, everyone misses their childhood homes. Everyone misses their memories, but it's not fair to keep us here. I honestly don't know how to get us out of here. I would like to leave, though. Maybe we need to find you some kind of closure. Maybe that's what this is all about. Are we ghosts? (laughs) Patrick Swayze. But what do we do? Uh, I don't know. Phaleon, roll an insight. Twelve. So what Mercurius said gets you thinking. You reflect on 
closure, what that could mean, and maybe that means finishing this day? I guess if I need closure, it's going to happen really soon. So maybe that will get us out of here. Have you lived this before? You know what's coming? If it matches my memory, then I do know what's going to happen next. Well, then how do we help you get through it? How do we help make it less painful than it was the first time? I don't think there's a way to make it less painful. Well, as much as it's going to suck, and as much as I'm fucked off at you for doing this, you know we're here for you, right? Yeah, thanks. Thank you for listening to Friend and Foe Adventure Co. We hope you've enjoyed the episode. If you enjoy the show, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and or Good Pods. If you've already done that, tag us on any of our social medias at FF Adventure Co. And let us know what your favorite moment of the episode was. You can find links to our social media good pod profiles, Ko-Fi, and whatever else in the episode description. Our next episode will be in two weeks, June 6th. Thanks again for all your support, and until next time, badasses, remember, never look gift horse in the ass. The hunter, I'll watch you back if you watch Kimmy, do you remember being in that position? Who the fuck is Kimmy? I'm so sorry. Phaleon, do you remember? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>